this sixth Monday of Easter, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth that proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me, and you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you this so that you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think he is offering worship to God. They will do this because they have not known either the Father or me. I have told you this so that when the hour comes, you may remember that I told you. The Gospel of the Lord. Let's start this day, this Monday, listening and praying a verse of Psalm 104. It reads like this, When you send forth your breath, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. We are slowly approaching the feast of the ascension of the Lord. We are also approaching the feast of Pentecost, and therefore, in the coming days, the Holy Spirit will be mentioned many times and in different ways, in Jesus' words, in many readings. These will be special weeks to invoke Him, to seek Him, to recognize Him, to rekindle Him symbolically in our lives, to rediscover Him, for us not to forget that Jesus didn't leave us alone, He didn't leave us orphans, as He said yesterday. On the contrary, He stayed with us, giving us His own Spirit, giving us the Holy Spirit. When you send forth your breath, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. Did you know that emotional loneliness is one of the worst feelings that we can experience in life? I guess you do, because in some way you have already experienced it. Did you know that in this hyper-communicated world there are millions of people who are lonely or who feel really lonely? And the truth is that you can't live alone. We aren't meant to be alone, to be solitary beings. It is not good for the man to be alone, reads the word of God itself in Genesis. It's true, it isn't good to be alone. It isn't good to believe that we can make it on our own. It isn't good to be isolated and to run into oneself without any reflection, without any self-awareness. Have you ever felt lonely? Has it ever happened to you that in spite of being surrounded by people, inwardly you feel kind of lonely and misunderstood? I think it probably has. It's a part of life. We aren't better or worse humans because of it. These things happen. That's it. But we have to learn to handle them. That's why it's so good for us to hear that Jesus, in today's and yesterday's glimpses of the Gospel, promises us, I will not leave you orphans, 
he promises us that we will never be alone. That's something that only those who have faith can understand. Those who have faith in Jesus' promise. Those who have faith in his words. A promise that has already come true in history, in the history of the apostles, in the history of so many saints along the millennia, in your history and mine. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth that proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. Those who have been baptized, you and I, have received the Spirit of Truth that comes from the Father, and it's he who within us leads us to Jesus and to the Father. But not all the baptized realize such a truth, such a fact. Not all the baptized talk with the spirit that lives within ourselves. Our lives often go against the connection with our inner selves. The life that we lead restricts every possibility of fruitful silence. Yet, in fact, we are meant for something greater. We are meant to know how to communicate with ourselves, with our inner self. I was once surprised to see so many young people in my parish in silence. I'm surprised to see young people in silence when we have a meeting, when I invite them to pray. I'm surprised to see that young people don't need noise and fun. I have been surprised again and again, and the experience has persuaded me over and over that young people need silence and that they can be silent to meet Jesus and themselves. Sometimes we underestimate others. Sometimes when we are at church we are afraid of silence. We are afraid that children will get bored, as if boredom weren't a part of life. Because deep down, we are terrified of loneliness. We don't know what to do with it, and so we run away from it. Our experience ends up showing that if within the church itself we don't make room for silence, for prayer, for the personal and mysterious encounter with ourselves, then what are we doing? What are we giving that's different to so many hearts that live in the midst of a world full of noise and chaos? It's good to be encouraged to go inside ourselves. It's also good to become aware that we receive the Spirit, that the Spirit isn't exclusive to some enlightened ones, to some groups, but that it belongs to everyone, and it unifies us. It's good to bring yourself to be silent in order to lose the fear of that loneliness that terrifies us. Many times the best company is being with ourselves, because if we are with ourselves, we are also with God himself, if we know how to meet him and listen to him. That's why today I want you to remember this, you are not alone. We are never alone. If we are alone, it's because we choose to be. We can live two types of loneliness. Fruitful loneliness, that which leads us to the encounter with our good God, or solitary loneliness, which leads us to fear and anguish. 
that which we don't know how to handle and which leads us to isolation. Let's ask Jesus to send forth his breath to be renewed on this day, to renew it all, our hearts, and to teach us to bear witness to him, to his presence in this world, which sometimes seems so lonely. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.